Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans, plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is a boost all right. I love that. Look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Target. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. To know me is to know that I am obsessed with spicy margaritas. Love tequila cocktails? Then check out the award-winning 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. It's a -a one-of-a-kind tequila infused with the juice of real fruit. 21 Seeds is smooth, not sweet. It smells fresh and bright and tastes incredible. Try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Learn more at 21seeds.com. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Way's new anti-frizz cream provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours plus heat production up to 450 degrees. Okay, so I actually tried Way's new anti-frizz cream on live with my community, which is kind of risky, right, to try a new product on live. I put it on my hair, which as you guys know is level 9 million frizzy. And by the time I had got done finishing my glam, because I was doing glam on live, my hair was dry and I was shook to my core at how smooth my hair looked, especially that frizzy top part, you know, in in your part, all those little baby hairs coming through, that frizzy part, that was smooth. So shout out Way for consistently delivering products that actually work and do what they say they're going to do on the bottle. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter promo code MEATINKS for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com promo code me tanks good morning guys welcome back to it's me tanks live i am tanks and this is our weekly time to talk to each other with a live ask me anything good morning how is everybody okay whether you believe in it or not, Mercury in retrograde is going crazy. Everybody likes to joke, oh, it's Mercury in Gatorade, whatever. What? I don't totally know exactly what it is, but I know that it messes with technology. And I have been feeling it like crazy, you guys. My phone was broken. I couldn't post on Instagram for two days. And now our phones are being weird. So if you're trying to call, keep keep uh keep trying. We're going to be back up uh with our with our phone lines in a second. We have no explanation for this apart from Mercury in Gatorade. Hi guys. How is everyone's week? Um I am having an okay week apart from all of my technological devices being messed up. Um I went to a cool dinner last night to uh celebrate this brand uh it's it's Lab Grown Diamonds. And I got to tell you up until last night, up until I knew about, um, you know, how they make it and what, you know, all the all the facts about lab grown diamonds, I would have never bought a lab grown diamond. Isn't that weird? Is it? Hey, 
opinions. There we go again, changing our minds when we learn new information. And so basically they taught us that, you know, lab grown diamonds are 100% better for the earth, for people, because, you know, the diamond industry is kind of fucked up. Um, And a gemologist cannot tell the difference between a lab grown and a, you know, a procured diamond. So, uh, you know, I feel like I have a lot of uh, engaged ladies or about to be engaged uh, gals who listen. So consider it because now I 100% would, would get a lab grown anything, earrings, engagement ring, whatever. They look amazing. They're so shiny. Anyway, enough about shiny diamonds. Let's, let's go to an email since our phones are still being weird. Hi, Tanks. I'm a current junior in college and I'm living in a house with seven other girls. It's a lot. They are some of my best friends at school, but they love to sit in our kitchen common area and talk shit about other friends all day. Talking about people behind their backs is my biggest pet peeve and a great insecurity of mine. So I try to stay in my room most of the time, but I can still hear them from my room and I really feel like it's taking a toll on my mental health. I already re-signed the lease for for next year, so I can't move out. But do you have any tips on how to deal with this? Love you so much and so happy you have a podcast now. Lots of love, Carly. Okay, Carly. So let's talk about uh, the difference between a little gossip and shit talking because I do think that there's a difference. And we, you know, I've I've talked about this before, but I think look, everybody gossips a little bit. That's human nature, right? Oh, you see this person's dating that person, blah blah. Shit talking as a hobby is very negative. It's it's a really it's a really nasty bad thing to do. And you know what? It says a lot more about your friends than it does about the people that they're talking shit about. Because, um, you know, that quote that's like, um, you know, small, small minds talk about people, medium minds talk about places and big minds talk about ideas. Some version of that. Lord knows I didn't make that up, but I think it's a really good thing that I always keep in my mind. And listen, I'm going to tell you two stories from personal experience. When I moved to L.A., I was hanging out with some people um, quite frequently and all they did was talk about other people. And I had this come to Jesus moment where I was sitting at lunch and I was like, the entire lunch, you've just talked about people and it's so boring. It's so boring. And then I realized it's because that's all they had to talk about. They had no they had no passion, they had no interest, they had no hobbies, they weren't trying anything new, they weren't even like watching TV basically. They were just talking about people because they're so boring and they, you know, I hate to go this hard against your friends, but it's like internal stuff that they're dealing with, right? Like they need to get a hobby. Also, another uh another little thing that I have um another personal story. Recently I found out a girl who kissed my ass kiss my ass for like the past year talking mad shit about me talking mad shit about me so you know it, it gets back to people and it's just negative but I do want to differentiate between gossip and shit talking there's a big difference so now what are you going to do about it listen you're in it for the next year and I, I don't want you to sit in your room and just like be sad by yourself like that's terrible and you shouldn't feel like a prisoner in your own home um but that being said like Okay, let's go through your options. You could you could talk to them, but it's a it's a big group. You said seven other girls. <clears throat> what are you gonna do? Have a sit down uh, with them, American Idol style, and be like, you guys got to stop shit talking. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think that would work. You know, like it, it, most of the time, I'm like, just talk to them, whatever. You against seven girls, I think they're gonna be like, eh, I, I'm not gonna stop doing this. 
Again, because it's a reflection of what's going on inside of them, right? It's a reflection of them being unhappy or bored or whatever. So in this case, I'm going to say you need to set healthy boundaries. Um, and I obviously you should feel comfortable and safe in your own home and you want to be hanging in your room. But as much as possible, I would try to branch out. I would try to make new friends. Um, and I would try to and I would try to spend time outside of the house as much as possible. I know that's frustrating because it's like you pay rent the same as them. So you should feel super comfortable, um, you know, being, you know, being in your house. But but geez Louise, like they got to they got to cut that out again. It's about what's going on inside of them. You've got to create healthy boundaries. And anytime you hear that stuff, just just be like, that's that's on them and rise above it. Um, and yeah. That's that's my advice. I hope that it doesn't get to you because it's that's really negative and I'm and I'm sorry. Um okay, let's us let our phones are still being weird, but let's let's read another email. Actually, I have one more thing to say about shit talking and gossiping before I before I go on. Um this is related to it. If if you hear something that Okay, if someone says something about your friend, let's say your friend's name is Jill, right? If someone says to you, oh, Jill is such a bitch, I hate her, whatever. If you go to Jill and you tell her, oh, guess what Karen said about you? She said you're you're a bitch and she hates you. That's as bad as you saying it yourself. And there's a type of person who thinks they're being some sort of like vigilante, uh, you know, by, by passing on all everything that's said. That's not true. Okay, you hear something negative about someone and and it's your friend. Don't tell them. Don't tell them you're not helping unless it's a type of situation where, you know, another person is bitching about them constantly nonstop and you feel and then being two faced. You get what I mean? And then in that case, you got to tell Jill like, hey, this person is actually not your friend. But if it's some off the cuff like, oh, I hate Jill's dress or whatever. Don't pass that on. Only pass on compliments. Only pass on the good stuff, okay? That's my two cents. Hey, listen, I went to a girl's school my entire life, and then I was president of my sorority, so I basically was all girls all the time. These dynamics are tricky, especially when it comes to, um, you know, close groups of girlfriends, but that's my hot takes. Okay, by the grace of God, the phones are working. Do we have a call? Oh, yes, we do. Hello, Charlotte. I've never been so happy to have a caller. <laughs> I'm like shaking right now. I'm on my wrist mom walk right now. I'm doing a pro on. Like, oh, my God. I love it. I'm so happy to hear your voice. Thanks for hanging in there and 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 staying with us while our phones were being weird. Um, But I'm so happy you're on a rich mom walk. That's wonderful. Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, so my question for you, it's a friend question, and you might have actually just touched a little bit on there um, for a second, but it's a little bit more complex. It kind of has to um, indulge with a boy. I literally cannot believe this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. Tell me all the details. I'm here. Let's go. So about a month ago, my best friend was in a situation where she had ran into like her roommate's like ex-boyfriend and she was kind of contemplating whether she should tell him or not and I was kind of in the mindset I'm like if she's over him then like I don't think it's like valuable information like to you know say like you know you see and like you know you ran into him but like I understand like where she's coming from and like she doesn't want to be like 
she wants to like see you know like be a good friend and like yeah tell her like what she saw so like when it's kind of like a lose-lose situation like what would you do it it, it is such a lose-lose situation because it's like if you tell her then it's like bringing it up for her again and then if you don't then it's kind of like shady and you don't you know I think in this case you really have to you really have to go off of where she is in terms of the breakup like if I'm understanding the dilemma correctly like if she's fully over it then I, you know, it's fine to be like, oh, I ran into blah, you know, whatever. And just make it like nonchalant. But if she's, but if she's not over it, then I honestly wouldn't because it just brings it up. I mean, I personally, when I'm going through a breakup, I always tell my friends, if you see them in the street, in the street, if you see them in the club, if you see them in the street, do not tell me, I don't want to know because then it just like you go through the whole thing. Then like your whole afternoon is ruined, but that's me personally. Some people like to know some people have, they keep a freaking air tag on their ex. They want to know all where they are. I'm very like cold Turkey. Like do not tell me you're not in my life anymore. So, um, I think it, you have to go off of like where she is in the, in the breakup cycle. Yeah, that totally helps. And then, like, if it's just, like, kind of, like, a lose-lose, like, scenario in general, like, remove the whole boy from it, like, what would you do? Um, w- Remove from the whole boy? I-, I-, I don't know. Oh, like, you mean just a lose-lose situation in general? Yeah, like, do you, like, go ahead and, like, tell them, like, that kind of, like, upsetting information or just, like, you know, like, I recognize, like, you're not, like, in a good place right now to, like, take any more on, but, like, I don't want to be like withholding like anything from you or like doing my own like problems on it yeah I think sometimes you just have to sometimes it's brutal and you just have to say the difficult information like sometimes it's just you know you're handed that card and you just have to be the person in the in that case you do it as calmly and as neutrally as possible I'll give you an example like I was actually with my friends from um, college uh, over the weekend, and I was reminiscing with my girlfriend. We found out that um, our other roommate was being cheated on, and we had to tell her. And it fucking sucked, and we were actually reminiscing about, like, that was, like, one of the worst days of our life because we had to tell her, but we we were so sad to cause her pain. But in that case, you just have right. to do it as calmly and as compassionately as possible. And and sometimes that's part of being a friend is like delivering bad news. Um, so I think that, yeah, if you if you have to do it and I get it, because otherwise it's like you're withholding information and it's weird. So just like, you know, as calmly as possible with as much love as possible. And and even though they might be, you know, mad in the moment, it's like, don't shoot the messenger and, and they'll get, you know, she'll see that, um, you know, you were doing it from a place of love and from transparency. Thanks. Thank you so, so much. And like, I just can't tell you how much like I am obsessed with you and like my whole friend group is. I was listening to your podcast on Monday and it really reminded me of like the ending of the morning show end of season two. Yeah. And like where Jennifer stops, like just stops apologizing. And like, that's like, that's so awesome that like you did that. Like, it just really gave me the I'm really glad. Thank you for saying that. I'm really glad. I feel like a big shift in myself and I feel closer to my community than ever. So thank you so much. Um, And thank you for calling. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your rich mom walk. Thanks, Tink. Have a good day. Bye. See, I love that. All my followers are like, have a good day, people. I love. Here's a little travel secret. 
the best time to visit Scottsdale, Arizona is actually in the summer. When you summer in Scottsdale, you can stay in five-star resorts for three-star prices and get access to the best Scottsdale has to offer at the best rates. There are so many ways to stay cool while feeling hot in Scottsdale over the summer, including tranquil pool scenes or rowdy pool parties, world-class shopping museums and art galleries. You guys, I am about to fire up my group chat because I love the idea of going to Scottsdale this summer. I love the idea that we can take it any way we want. We can go to a fancy dinner. We can get rowdy at a pool party. I've heard of the famous pool parties in Scottsdale and I need to experience them because there's nothing I love more than sunshine and a good time. Visit experiencescottsdale.com slash tinks to learn more and start planning your trip. That's experiencescottsdale.com slash tinks. There are so many books out there, it can be hard to choose one. But becoming a Book of the Month member makes it easy to decide which book to read next. Members get books delivered right to their door and shipping is always free. There's even an app to pick your book and track your reading progress. And there are audiobooks too. So I'm obsessed with this, you guys, because I feel like sometimes I get decision paralysis on what to read next. And the fact that Book of the Month Club, they decide for you, they pick the best because they do all that reading is just fantastic. I love to be in the reading community and book of the month is an incredible way to really get engaged with your reading. Maybe you want to pick it back up for summer. So important to always have a book when you're going on your summer trips, reading by the pool or just reading before bed, which is, as you know, my favorite thing to do. Right now, you can get your first book of the month for just $5 with code PEDALS by visiting bookofthemonth.com. That's bookofthemonth.com and use code PEDALS. This Mother's Day, spoil the moms in your life with little luxuries from Osea. I am obsessed with Osea because it is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate neutral certified. And I just know I can feel very safe using everything. My mom loves it too. I always gift her Osea because I know she's obsessed with it. She is a big fan of the body oil. She just loves how soft it makes her skin feel. It is the best. The Andaria Algae Body Oil is seriously one of a kind. Like I said, that's my mom's favorite. It's rich yet never greasy and it's clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity. It leaves skin silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Spoil the moms in your life with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code TINKS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code TINKS for 10% off. That about us. Okay, if you're listening, uh, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to It's Me Tinks Live on SiriusXM Stars Channel 109. If you have a question or something you want to ask or something you need advice on, call 888-94-STARS right now because our phones are working. Praise God. Glory. Hallelujah. Okay. Hello, Patrick. Hi. How are you? Hi, Christina. Can you hear me all right? Yes. Hi. Um. I'm down in Florida, and I wrote this out really quick before I start to cry, just getting the opportunity to talk to you. Uh, I'm so glad to be part of the Tinks Army. We're not worthy of you. You are literally saving our lives. Um, if you're ever having any down days, just remember the difference that you're making in all of our lives. We love you so much. Oh, my gosh. Please keep shining. Thank you, Patrick. I have tears in my eyes. That's so kind. Thank you. That really means the world you're to the me. Best. 
You guys give me, you guys are like my reason for getting up in the morning. So I, I literally have chills and <laughs> I have tears in my eyes. That's so unbelievably kind of you to write in and, and, and to write that and to say it. So thank you. You're so sweet. Um, I do have a quick question. Yes. Um, so I recently moved down from New York to Florida, Miami, uh, during the pandemic where we could work remote and just kind of pick up my life and yeah. live in a little bit warmer temperature. Uh, go to Costco. I know you love Florida. I love Costco in uh. Florida. It hits differently. It's <laughs> such a good Costco. It's like so warm and you go in and the air conditioning hits you. You get a hot dog. You walk around. You eat the samples. Sorry, I cut you off. Go on. We love Costco. <laughs> you're, you're so sweet. Um, but uh, yeah, so I've luckily been able to meet some great friends. Um, I think that I haven't really put myself out too much into the dating game. Mm-hmm. Um, just moving down to Miami. I think uh, I'm in a place where I think I'm ready to explore that. I do have some friends that are mostly coupled up, and I think that they are very curious about, like, like the things that I do as, like, a single person and, like, you know, who I would want to date. And I just have opportunities. I guess I've kind of delved into the dating app game lately. And how much should you, should you like, share with your friends that you're going out on, like, these first dates? Because I don't want to be like – met this great guy can't wait to go out with him and then all of a sudden it's like i get ghosted or he goes yeah or like it's awful and i just don't want to like expose too much you know i they are newer friends i'm a little bit i would say like kind of reserved or like a private person yeah. but yeah. they're just so curious and i don't want to come up like and i don't want to not be honest like what are you doing tonight? Well, I'm actually going out on a date, but it's yeah. like, I don't really want to like talk about it if it's going to suck. Right. I'll shut up. Does that make any kind of sense it to you? It makes total sense, Patrick. I've been in your exact position. I still am all the time because here's the thing. Couples love to talk about dating. I have literally felt like I am the uh, entertainment for dinner before. I'll I'll roll up to a oh dinner party God. and there's like six, cu- yes, there's like, exactly. you know, three couples and they're like, I'm like, oh, I see. Oh, and then they're like, so tell us about dating in LA. And I'm like, oh, oh, I understand. So I'm tonight's entertainment. I'm just going to do a little comedy routine before my chicken cacciatore. Okay, unbelievable. Um, Because you know what? Couples, they love it. They love to know because they kind of, you know, it's exciting like they they you know they are have a more stable you know consistent relationship so they they want to know that little excitement and it's fun for them to talk about so first of all completely completely understand that part and I also understand the anxiety of telling your friends you know about a new guy and then maybe it doesn't work out or maybe you get ghosted and then it's like you have to relive that when you're telling them but the thing is your friends are rooting for you like even if they're newer friends they're rooting for you so they're not going to judge you if you get ghosted or if it goes badly and like ultimately humans are pack animals we need to talk to each other about you know our lives and about what's going on so I think you share whatever you feel is comfortable like but but yes I'm I'm acknowledging and validating you that like couples love to know all the all the juicy details because it's like (laughs) cathartic for them you know they're like they're like oh my god you know I'm my my couple's friends they they want to know everything they're like tanks what's going on how big is the d are we sleeping with him? Did you get ghosted? What's going on? And I'm like, are you, you're literally married. What the actual F is going on? But, um, so it's like, you know, share, share whatever you feel comfortable with, but know that they are not judging you. They are your friends. They want you to win. They want you to find a, a person. They want you to be happy. Um, and 
you know, I, I get it. I, I totally get it. Like, and it, it's, it's, it can be tricky and getting ghosted sucks. I've been there a million times, truly 1 million, but it, you know, it's part of it. And I'm so proud of you for like taking control of your life and like moving to a new place and trying new things. Like that shows that you have autonomy and you're advocating for your future happiness and going on dates is like part of that too, because you sound like you're in a really great place and you're, you, you know, you, um, have a lot of self-worth and like yourself. And that is the best mindset to go into with dating. You're going at it from a place of stable self-worth and that's how you're going to attract a, a great partner because water seeks its own level. You know what I mean? Uh, I sound unstable now. That was so sweet of you. Thank you so oh much. Oh my God, Patrick, I love you. I love you so much. And I hope you enjoy Florida and um, Costco and all the, all the wonderful dating. And I'm, I'm uh, manifesting good, good dating experiences for you. You have to come down to Miami. Please. I need to. We need to go on a rich mom walk. We need a hundred percent. I need to go to Miami and do a rich mom walk because I literally die for Miami. It's such a fun city. The people are so fun. And Eleven is my favorite nightclub. So I have to come. Oh my God. Go <laughs> it's open 24 7, 365. That's why I like it so much because you know what? So am I. <laughs> um, all You're right. The best. I love you. Love so you, much. Patrick. Bye. Bye. What an absolute sweetheart. Um, yeah, but I really do love Miami. It's the most fun. I also Pitbull uh, bought me a cocktail in Miami once. That's a story for another time. But I do. I, it is my favorite story about myself. <laughs> He's going to be a bottle rock in a couple of weeks. So maybe I'll remind him of that. He's going to be like, who are you? I'm going to be like, you sent me a drink one time. Anyway, Sophia. Hello. Good morning, Sophia. How are you? Good morning. I'm so happy that I got in touch with you. How are you? I'm so happy that you got in touch. What's going on? So um, I just wanted to get an unbiased opinion because my friends have been really supportive of me and helpful during this time. And I just wanted to see what your thoughts were and how you would handle it. So basically, I'm 26 years old and I've been in a relationship with someone for a little bit two years and last week he decided that he wanted to take a break from the relationship because he was just feeling like confused about life unmotivated and like kind of just stuck yeah and just felt like if he didn't make a change that he was never going to change and like get his like you know yeah have better habits and take care of himself so you know I was really happy that he was honest with me and I was appreciative of that and I was like you know what if that's how you're feeling like I have to let you have this space um But, you know, I think that we're in a weird limbo in our lives and like it's a normal feeling to have. So I definitely like understood where he was coming from. But you were in this situation like what do you think that there's a chance for us to make it work or do you think that this is just not going to be good for me? So are you guys still talking from the two weeks or have you cut off communication? Yeah. We have talked like every few days we've caught up on like basic things and then have had some serious conversations in between too, but it's not like an everyday thing. So I, if I were you, I would give him the space, but like really give him the space and have a true break. Like I would cut off all communication um, and I would genuinely not, I know this is difficult, but for me personally, I would not have any expectation. Um, Because here's the thing. I think when someone is like, is they don't know what they want in life and they're kind of flailing and spiraling and whatever, sometimes they take it out on the people closest to them and they try to place blame 
on other people. So him saying, I don't know what I want in my life. I got to make all these changes, blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to take a break from you. What do you have to do with it? Absolutely nothing. You've been a stable force in his life for two years. And he's soon going to realize that, right? He's soon going to realize, oh, she's actually not the reason that I wasn't getting out of bed until noon. She's actually not the reason why I hate my job. Um, and, and like, that's on him. Right. But for, I care about you and I care about, you know, you're not a supporting actress in his life. Okay. You are the main character in your life. And so while he may get his shit together, you don't, you shouldn't wait around for that because you don't, you have no clue when that's going to be. Could be in a week, could be in two years, could be never. And I genuinely believe you know, I know that my mantra can sound harsh, but I genuinely believe men always come back or their lives get worse. But the only way you activate that clause is by not waiting for him, is by not, uh, you know, checking your phone and checking in with him every three days and whatever, what have you, and not going on other dates and not focusing on your life and how to move forward. So again, that's, that's my opinion. That's how I would do it. But it's it's out of a, a a defense mechanism, you know, because it's like otherwise you might waste time, precious precious time. You're 26. What an amazing age was it? What an exciting young year of your life, and it should be vibrant and full of things that bring you joy, not that bring you down and not that drain you. So I would say exactly. give him that space. If he wants to get his shit together and come back, g- great, good for him. But that's not your problem. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry because I know it's painful, right? I know it's painful to spend two years with someone and then have them not blame you, but kind of like use you as a scapegoat for what's going on in their life. That's incredibly painful. And I'm sorry. And you're going to have to process that pain and hurt and break up. But I really wouldn't, I I really wouldn't focus on, is he going to come back? Is he not? What's he going to do? Because again, you're the main character. Yeah, I think that's great advice. And I do want to like look at this as more of not a setback for us, but more of an opportunity. Yeah. And I want to make sure that I do things for myself. So I'm not putting my life on hold. And then if it does work out, great. If not, I didn't, I can't look back and say, oh my God, I wasted all that time waiting around. Exactly. Exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Be strong. Yeah. I will. Thank you so much. Thank I really you. appreciate it. So I have a trip planned to Palm Desert coming up and I booked an Airbnb because I wanted to be with all of my friends. This house we booked has a beautiful pool. So you guys know I will be catching some rays and doing a little bit of tanning. I know a few friends who have houses and when they're away, whether it's on a trip or they're traveling for work, they just Airbnb their houses. So they're like actively making money while they're away, which is kind of the dream, right? Like passively making extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Do you find yourself searching for true crime podcasts that are different from what you're always recommended? Do you want to make a real difference in the cases that you're following? Well, you're a crime junkie and I'm Ashley Flowers the creator and host of the number one true crime podcast, Crime Junkie. There are hundreds of episodes already available, and each Monday we dive into the details of cases spanning from some of the most infamous to those that you have never heard covered before. Listen to Crime Junkie podcast now, wherever you're listening. Love you, Tons. Bye. Bye. I think we're going to take a call from Lane. Hi, Lane. Hi, Tank. How are you? 
Oh, I am a mess. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. We're going to sort you out. What's going on? Uh, okay. So I am going through a really hard breakup. Oh, and like during the hardest part of it, my work also like my boss literally quit no. like the day of and all her work got dropped on my shoulders. Oh, Jesus. And. I have never felt more lost in my life, oh my God. which sucks because so I consider sorry. myself someone who knows myself so well. Yeah. And like, I, I always, you know, I'm that friend that gives advice. Like, yeah. I yeah. love you because like, I really relate to you. And now it's like, I can't take my own advice. Like, yeah. I literally feel like. Oh, Lane, I, I feel that. <laughs> Trust me. I, I, I get that. Yeah. It's like, it's like, I literally can feel myself like looking at myself out of body yeah. and not recognize myself and yeah. like wanting to like slap myself and be like, what shape up bitch. No, <laughs> but, but I just like, yeah, can't. I get it. Wait. So when was the breakup? How, how long ago? So like we have been, you know, we've kind of done the back and forth thing, but this last time felt really good. Um, yeah. but it's been two weeks oh, and it's so fresh still. It's so but, fresh. Yeah. Yeah. And like, Last week we had actually spent some days together, mm. um, and because he was going to Europe, and mm. now he's been in he's going to be in Europe until June, mm-hmm. and like I, it, it was a very like we love each other so much. It was an emotional goodbye, but it was like we have to work on ourselves if there yeah. is even a glimmer of a future. Yeah, and then he went to Europe and contact did not get fully cut off which you know so it was back and forth but then we facetimed and it was like officially like we have to be done talking and then he blocked me on everything Mm. Mm. yeah okay so a couple things first of all i totally feel you with the like you can't take your own advice and you're the advice giver and sometimes I think that like people like us we fall hardest you know like when we when we go down we go down bad because we are emotional people and we're intuitive and we're always in our heads and thinking about it so just want to validate that you know I get it and you you know I that's it's a it's a tough time but you are 100% gonna be okay okay the second thing I'm proud of you for really recognizing like what needed to be done in terms of the breakup and like going back and forth that shit is so painful going you know doing it doing it halfway house because it's just like you know you're one foot in one foot out and it's painful because your brain is like trying to process the breakup but simultaneously also trying to hold on like it's that here's the good news I genuinely think the worst part is over because I think that that is the worst part because you're that state of uncertainty is so draining it's so draining and now you're cut off and it's like look it's it's definitely tough that he's far away but honestly he's out of sight out of mind he's you he's blocked you which is you know again painful but probably for the best and he's in Europe so he's in a different freaking country so it's like okay now we have now we have something to work with you you're kind of like at rock bottom you know you're you're really really going through it but the only place to go is up um and and look, with breakups, there is no magic pill. Like I wish there was. I wish I had some quick trick. But th- but here's what helped me when I gone through my my worst breakups in my life: um, taking it hour by hour. And I know that sounds simple, whatever. But if you're feeling completely overwhelmed, and you also said you know you've got this enormous amount of work to deal with, literally just thinking, okay, 
What do I need to do in the next hour? And not letting your mind spiral and go, you know, to all these different places because in a breakup, you're, it's like being sick. It's like you can't, you can't see sometimes you're in so much pain. You know, you wake up in the morning and you have that split second, those like 20 seconds right when you wake up, when you forget. And like, it's the best moment of your day. You, do you have that? I, I always had that where right when you wake up, you're like, I don't remember why I'm sad. And then you're like, oh, just kidding. I, I, I do remember. I'm actually. There she is. Yeah, She's there she back. is. She's back. Um, so hour by hour, um, routines really helped me. Like in my most recent really bad breakup, I just made a deal with myself. I was like, I'm going to go on this specific hike every day this week, which sounds like really weird, but I, it really helped me because then I was like, you have small goals. Again, I think it's all about small goals when you are going, when you're in this immense pain, because then you even subconsciously, you feel better about yourself, you know? So it's like, okay, hour by hour, you know, in this hour, I need to send these three emails and I need to, um, you know, refill my water bottle. Stupid. It sounds so simple, but just do it. And then, uh, and then you do uh, it. Yeah. 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 And then like, and just also, be around people. Please, please like make plans with your friends and just tell them, look, I'm not a ton of fun to hang out with right now, but I really need you guys. I think just saying that because sometimes people don't know what you what you need in a breakup and they're like, oh, you know, they're kind of tiptoeing around you. Just say, I really need to like watch a movie and like I'm probably going to cry through half of it, but it would mean a lot to me if you just sat on the couch with me. I find that just telling people what you need is so helpful, especially because you are the advice giver in the friend group. And they're probably thinking, oh, fuck, what are we going to do? Like lanes down, like we, we all like, that's our, that's our person to go to. Like, uh, you know, so especially with, with the type of personality that you have, just tell them, just be like, guys, I just need you to be around me right now. Or I need to go to dinner. I, I might have to leave early because I'm crying. I went to so many dinners where I left crying halfway through when I was going through my last breakup. Your friends get it. They love you. Um, And the last thing I'll say is like, you're going to be okay. I know that it sounds so simple, but I, from an outside perspective, know you're going to be okay. And you've survived 100% of your most painful moments before. So you will survive this too. Um, And I'll leave you with a quote, a mantra, if you will. Um, I think someone in the Beatles said it, but it's, um, it'll all be okay in the end. And if it's not okay, it's not the end. And I find that very comforting because it's just like, you can't always see it in the moment, but you're going to look back and be like, ah, that needed to happen so that this could happen. I needed to, my heart needed a break so that it could grow two sizes because you do know that when your heart breaks into pieces, when you put it back together, it's bigger and stronger, and it's ready for more love. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, that's like my favorite quote. I saw it on Tumblr in like 2012, and it, <laughs> I've like it like shaped who I am, honestly. So that makes me feel better. And uh, yeah, this helps. And I do. I have an amazing group of friends. They've totally been there for me. Um, one of my friends, poor him, he also is going through a breakup. So we're like breakup buddies. You're the misery twins. Yeah. Misery loves company. <laughs> you guys are just literally. like sitting there sobbing, like giving each other tissues. I love it. I, I love that. We were literally at the bar stool on Sunday, just like crying into <laughs> our little cocktails. Crying into your cocktails. Ugh, I'm so yeah. sorry. Breakups are the actual, actual worst thing. It's so painful. I'm sorry. You're going to be okay though. Just hour by hour. You're, you've got this. It will work out. Right, bye. 
hour by hour. And yeah, like, yeah, now that the con- like communication has been cut off and I mean, we literally have an entire ocean between us cause he's in Europe so long. I, yeah, you gotta, it's good. It's honestly better. Like usually when I have a breakup, I like run away, I go home or like I need to get away. Cause I, I like to put space between me and the person, you know, you need a break from, from seeing them and whatever. So it's honestly good. And, uh, and you'll, I, I bet you'll be feeling better sooner than you think. I hope so. I'll be sure to DM you. I Please know you DM lot, me, but. yeah, and and or or email us, email the show, and tell us how, what happens because um, I I'm I'm sure the email will be like, hi, Tinks, it's been two months. I feel a lot better. I met someone uh-huh. new. I'm manifesting. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be a good summer. Okay. And also, just in time for summer. Just saying. Just saying. Good time. I know. Good time. I know. My friends keep. My friends keep saying that, but like my heart hurts so much. I know, I, can't even think I, know. I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm just kidding. Hopefully, I'm, I yeah. hopefully, hopefully I will. Hopefully, yeah. I will. <laughs> All right, love you tons. Hang in there. Love you, Tank. Thank you so much. Love you. Bye. Whew. If anybody, you know what we need to do is get in touch with Elon Musk and ask him to develop a breakup pill because I'm telling you, if someone found the cure to heartbreak. They would be a rich person. I'm I'm in the lab working on it every day. I got nothing so far. <laughs> Fingers crossed I figure it out soon. Scientist stinks. Okay, Cora. Hi, Cora. How are you? Hi. Oh, my gosh. Can you hear me? Yeah. Hi. Good morning. How are you? Hi. I'm good. I'm actually on my walk to class. Um, I'm a sophomore it. in college. Oh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited to talk to you, like, mainly because I'm a big sister and so I feel like kind of like I think lame like I'm always the one giving advice yeah yeah and that's why I love you because I need it Thank sometimes you. um Thank you, Cora. that's so nice okay so my question yes um so my very best friend and roommate she got back together with her ex-boyfriend okay. they've been broken up for like a year mm-hmm. um but they've hooked up like three times I'd say in that span okay. um and every single time, it's like, it always leads to tears, hurt feelings. Yeah. There was a point when he said that he wanted to pursue our roommate for next year. Like, really Ooh, weird. Yeah. So they're back together. And it's not that big of an issue, except for how poorly he treated her. And, like, as a best friend, I'm always picking up yeah, the pieces. Of course. And so now I feel like I'm in a position where, like, I want to love and support her because she is my best friend. Yeah. But I also, like want to stay loyal and like show her that like maybe that's not the best option and so I'm kind of just stuck and I was wondering like what you would do yeah I have been in this exact situation and I am like I think if you're like a big sister or you're like usually the advice giver or whatever like our personality types always lean towards like being very protective over our friends and honestly that's something that I had to work on a lot in my 20s because I would be so overprotective and like if a guy would do something I would like never forgive him and like you know here's what I've learned people are gonna do and date like whatever they you know they're gonna do what they want and they're gonna date whoever they want and and it it doesn't behoove you to hold a grudge against him while they are together and I know that's a hard pill to swallow trust me I know because I've swallowed a whole bottle of those pills but you being angry at him and you feeling resentful to her about getting back together with him it actually doesn't do anything and and that's just the hard truth um I get it 
I get it. It's annoying as hell to see him in your house and whatever when you know that how many nights have you spent with her crying and and you consoling her. It's an annoying situation and it's not fair. But I'm telling you, you got to just you got to just kind of let it go. And and she she let me tell you this. She probably knows how you feel. I mean, she surely does. You know, your best friends. It's intuitive if you haven't already told her how you feel. Like she knows, and she's feeling awkward about it because, like, now it's her boyfriend again, and you know, she, you know, she remembers those nights too, and she remembers like how you were there for her. But the thing is, like, it, it, the best thing to do is to just let it go and support her. Now, it doesn't mean that you have to like be in love with him and like hang out with him all the time and whatever. You can you can maintain a healthy boundary. But unfortunately, I'm telling you from the outside and I'm telling you as someone who's been through this a, a bunch of times, not worth it to to hold a grudge. Okay. Um one more aspect of this is like he said things to her about how he doesn't understand like why we are friends and so I think oh. that's like when it got a little personal. Wow, I hate that. So I yeah, I forgot to add that. So I'm just like, can I just ignore him? Like if he's in my house, like how like what would you do? Yeah, I think there's a difference between polite ignoring and then like um how can I put it? There's a difference between polite ignoring and like um, reactive or like radioactive ignoring. And I'm, I can be a little bit, I can do the radioactive. Like I can literally like go to a lunch and not look at a person if I'm mad at them or whatever. And I, and that's very, um, you know, it's like, it's radioactive. It's, it's, uh, uh, causing a fuss. It's, it's making, you know, an issue. So you can do polite ignoring. I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah, because that's really fucked up that he would say that. It's one thing if like, you know, they have issues in their relationship, but to, to try to come between a, a girl and her best friend is on my shit list. Let me tell you that. And also it's fucking weird, by the way, let's just circle back to the fact that he pursued your other roommate. Like this guy, listen, I can, I can say it. I don't like him. I'm with you on that, but don't, let him because th- this is the thing let's let's get granular let's get into it if he's saying shit like that to her you it, it, he's saying other shit to her about you and your friendship and whatever and and what you can't do is give him anything to work with see now i'm looking at it from a new angle you can't give him a fucking inch to work with because if if you're if you come in your house and you're just like ignoring him in like such a dramatic way he's going to be like well see Look at what she's doing, you know, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Don't give him a, don't give this motherfucker. Now I'm getting riled up. Don't give him an inch to work with. Kill him with kindness. Oh, hi, Ben. How are you? How's your day? Yeah? Okay, good. I'm going to go in my room now. Fuck him. Don't give him anything. And just be, be there for your, be there for your best friend. Yeah. Because when he fucks up, like when he inevitably fucks up again, by the way, don't say I told you so. Just be there for her. And, like, after enough time, she's going to get rid of this guy. Tale as old as time. Exactly. I love her. She's my best friend, and I'm a girl's girl. So, yeah. All the way. Yeah. But thank you so much, Tink. I really course. needed to hear that. I love you so much. Hang in there. Hang in there. Love you. Love Bye. you. Bye. We are going to Meredith. Hi, Meredith. How are you today? Hi. I'm doing well. Good. What's up? What's going on? so excited I actually got through <laughs> I'm so glad you, um, you got through what's what's happening in your life um so I am going through a bit of a, a confusing time with a guy um okay. so last 
week he had COVID. Okay. We had been talking for about six weeks. We had plans to hang out. Obviously, we did it because of COVID. And he kind of just kind of started to do like a slow fade. And I began wondering if he actually was sick or if he just was trying to ghost me or, or whatever. Um, and then he finally reached out and apologized and assured me that he didn't want to ghost me and that he was really interested and asked me to hang out. But unfortunately, I was going out of town, so it didn't work out. Um, and so we scheduled something for today. And I have not heard from him since he rescheduled or we rescheduled to today. Okay, so wait, question. Just, have you ever have you ever hung out with him in person yet? Or when you say talking for six weeks, you were literally just talking? Oh, no, we've hung out probably like 15 times. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh. Got it, got it. A few. I was scared. Okay. Sleepovers, <laughs> yeah. Sleepovers you name it. I met his roommates friends, dogs, everything. So I thought it was pretty serious. Um, And I guess I'm just really confused as to why he would reassure me last week that he wasn't trying to ghost me and he was really interested in me. And then just to go two days later and ghost me again. Yeah. (laughs) So So you haven't heard from him since what day? Since last Thursday. Oh, wow. Wow. And we were both away from so I was with my girlfriends and he was on a bachelor trip. So yeah. I wasn't really expecting too much, like yeah. maybe a text here or there. Yeah. But wasn't. to be honest with yeah. you, to be honest with you, if you've hung out 15 times, I'm sorry, you should be texting like over the weekend. And also, if especially coming off of a text saying like, I really like you and like, I'm not ghosting you. The the normal person would then text you a lot to because because you want to know why actions speak louder than words so him saying oh I really like you I'm not ghosting you yeah baby talk is cheap like if he likes you then he should show you that by texting you while you're away for the weekend following up today I don't know and if you have a sneaking suspicion that he didn't have COVID I don't know. I just feel like some women are very intuitive about this kind of stuff. And I've had so many situations like that where I'm like, I actually don't feel like this is true. I'm not saying he didn't. But like if where there's smoke, there's fire. You know, you feel like something suspicious and that's enough because here's the thing. At the end of the day, it's about how someone makes you feel. And this guy is making you feel kind of crazy and kind of suspicious. So even if he did have COVID, the fact that you're questioning it and the fact that you're like feeling all weird about it, bajiggity about it, that's enough for me to be like, eh, like I know you like him, but I, I don't think that your person would make you feel so bajiggity. I think that they would make you feel calm and supported. And after the ghosting text, they would follow up and make you feel like they liked you. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I I totally agree. And and look, I'm not I'm thir- I'm 30, so I've been through through the ringer. Oh, yeah. I think at this oh, point, oh yeah, no one's not interested. It's just it's just I guess that I'm just baffled as to why he would even send me paragraphs apologizing to me last week and reassuring me, and then to just turn around and and do the same thing again. So it's just really confusing. It's it's confusing. And two things. So first of all, the reason that anybody does any of that like ghosting like blah blah bullshit is like they think that they're being kinder like that's that's what's going through his head if he is in fact ghosting you again he's like I'm being kinder rather than just coming out and saying like I'm done with this which is obviously not true um and then the second thing is that I'll leave you with we've only got one minute left but like I 
I know it's annoying to hear, but the longer you spend on the why, like, why did he do this? Why would he say that to me? The more like pain you're going to be in and the longer that this annoying situation is going to last. And that that's was hard for me to learn. But once I learned that trick, it really helped me because I would spend like two weeks being like, but why would he say that? Like, why would he say that and then change his behavior? And it's like, it doesn't actually help you get, move on with things. It just makes you more stressed because then you're like living in the unknown. And it's like, who fucking cares why he did it? Honestly, like he's he's not a good guy. And it's like, it's not kind what he did, but it's not your problem anymore. No, I I totally agree. I I think I'm just you know yeah it's 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 frustrating. It's It's fucking frustrating and it's exhausting and it's rude and it's unkind. So I'm sorry. It's it's really really annoying. Like honestly, if you do hear hear, I'm really really curious. Please DM me or write into the show, and I'm really curious to see if you hear from him. But whatever happens, just maintain your self worth. Okay, promise me. All right, will do. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Oh, God, why do people do it? Ghosting is small dick energy. How much more clearly can I say it? All right, guys, I will see you um, back on Friday for the pod. Don't forget, if you're listening to this as a podcast, you can sign up for a free three-month trial of SiriusXM. Sign up at SiriusXM.com slash Tinkshopper and listen to this show live every week because we have so much fun live. I love you guys so much. Have an amazing rest of your day. Have you heard about Roback Activewear? Well, let me introduce you. You may have seen that subtle dog logo on your man's polos, hoodies, or Q-zips, but now Roback is growing their women's line. They strive for the best fit and best feel. I am so glad that Roback is now doing women's wear as well because they really have it down when it comes to super soft athletic wear that is just the cutest ever and so, so, so comfortable. You know me. I'm all about comfort. I'm all about feeling cozy while on the go, and I am always on the go. So go Roback. We love that you're in women's wear now. It's 2024. The spring's coming, and ladies, it's time to check out Roback for yourself. So use the code TINKS on Roback.com for a generous 20% off your first order for all hoodies, joggers, skorts, and more. That's spelled R. H-O-B-A-C-K dot com. That's 20% off with the code TINKS.